You're listening to Vancouver Hoops Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Nobody. Welcome to another edition of Vancouver Hoops Podcast. We're joined today by Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? NBA postseason is here. NBA postseason is here. And Daly and Elaine from... Hey, hey, hey. Whose bed is that? Uh, my bed slash couch, whatever you want to call it. From Elaine's bed. <laughs> Live from uh, Elaine's bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. So, let's get this started. We got NBA basketball is back. And the playoffs are about to begin. The bubble playing games have transpired, most of them. So, we have a pretty full picture of what's about to happen. There is one game remaining, and that's the Blazers and Nets of consequence. And we have Elaine, who's going to give us live updates from that throughout the night. What's the current score, Elaine? Well, right now we're looking at 33 points for the Portland and 36 for Nets. Let's go Nets, man! Let's go Nets! Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rooting for Portland, bro. Oh, it has nothing to do with Portland. It has all to do with Phoenix, and we'll get into that now. The fe- yeah, I just, uh, you know what, you know, I, I just want somebody who's going to give a hard time to the Lakers, yo. Which is Phoenix. So we, uh, <laughs> we, we go to, we go to our first uh, debate, our first segment. The Phoenix Suns came into the bubble with less than a 1% chance of making the playoffs. Everyone wrote them off, including myself, the biggest Phoenix Suns fan out there. Yet here we are. Tonight, and if Portland loses this game to the Brooklyn Nets, the Phoenix Suns are in the play-ins, which is another extension of the playoffs. They win 8-0. They beat all playoff caliber teams. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. So the question for you, Brandon, are the Phoenix Suns for real? Uh, Yes, I think they are. I think they kind of, I think they were the benefactor of having the late you know, all this time off to kind of gel a little bit. But at the same time, I'm not quite sure that if they were to pay, play the Lakers, that they have enough experience and talent to to take them out in the best of seven. Okay. Daily. Are the Suns for real? Is that what you're asking? That's what I'm asking. Uh, no, not yet. Oh. Need more evidence to see. Eight and O is not are. enough evidence. They need to, because the thing is, the bubble is uh, the bubble can spell trouble, <laughs> <laughs> and the bubble can bring out bubble boys in the league, but not. Uh, it's not normal circumstances. And uh, they'd have to prove themselves. Eight games is pretty significant, eight and all, but I think they have to see a little bit more to really uh, solidify the idea that they're for real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alain, what do you got? Well, you know what? I got to give it up to them. Devin Booker has been going crazy. He's been doing good. I got to give it up, but I agree with Daly as well. Uh, I- I'll say this, and this is why. I have to see more because, like, they're not playing with actual crowd, and <laughs> you know, on a court, which like adds on like a whole another pressure to play well, or you know, that's where like the a lot of the mental faculties come in, and I'd like I'd like to see more of them to see how they handle. I mean, they've been doing really good under pressure. I want to see how they handle it towards more pressure when they're playing like. Uh, big teams in a playoffs. No, oh, that's fair. That's fair. So the Phoenix Suns haven't won eight straight games since 2010, the last time they made the playoffs. I think Shaq was on the team back then. Shaq was still in the league. It's been a, it's been a tough 10 years. I haven't left their side. I've been loyal. I've been a faithful, faithful wife to the Phoenix Suns. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this is the closest we've gotten. So don't don't ruin this for me, Len. This is it. <laughs> This is it. Well, I have a strong suspicion Portland will win this game tonight, knocking my team out. But there's well, a chance. I think, uh, but there's well, a chance. Uh, if, Brooklyn if is Portland, winning. 
If Portland win, they, the Phoenix have to win twice against the Grizzlies. If Portland wins, Suns are done. They're 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 leaving the bubble. They can go back to their lives. Mem- was, Memphis has clinched people. one of the spots, so the the last spot is between Phoenix or Portland. Phoenix has has done their thing. They went eight and zero. They couldn't have done any better than they did. Portland, this game, if they win it, they jump ahead of the Suns. If they lose it, they fall out completely. So this is this is a do or die game for Portland. Okay. So I'll be right back. Yeah. No, take, take your time. So this. Yeah, are the Suns for real? I don't know if they're for real, but they're playing like they're for real in this bubble. Ricky Rubio's hitting his yeah. threes. Devin Booker is taking the next step. Like he is consistently carrying the team. Every time they start sputtering, he comes in and hits buckets, and he he's closing out every single game consistently. Like you this is this real? is the next level of Devin Booker. What what? I'll tell you something for real. For real, that team is suddenly one of the most attractive teams to uh, bring in a good free agent this summer. Somebody to take them to a nice level. Yeah, no, for sure. This makes them way more attractive. They got a better coach actually winning. The culture seems better. Coach is good. Culture is winning culture. They try hard every game. Yeah. Guys willing to play defense. Young talent. That's really nice. I don't think there's a free agent out there that's a huge difference maker. I like to see Fred Van Fleet go there, but I don't know if Toronto. Van Fleet. Yo, he's a free agent, man. Alan, get back in here, man. We're talking about Fred Van Fleet. Where are you? I'm sorry, man. I'm just, uh... Damn. Taking care of some business here. I got food cooking. I don't, I don't want to burn, but you know what I'm saying? Man, priorities, man. <laughs> you know, I don't want to burn the house. I don't, want to, I don't want to see that sprinkler come down on you during this podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talking about the Raptors, man? Yeah, no, Yo. no. Fred Van Fleet's a free agent. He would be a nice fit on the Suns team, an upgrade over Ricky Rubio for sure. Oh, you think so? He would. I'm curious where he's going to go, though. Well, he's he, I, he's going for the money, right? So unless Toronto ponies up, he's going to leave. I, I hope they do because he's, he's he's been doing pretty good. But, you know, like if they if they get rid of him and, uh, and eventually they aim for to get later on uh, Mianis, oh, man, that team would be unstoppable. Yeah, man. Any team with Jonas is unstoppable. Have you seen them play recently? Any of their games? You know what? We're going to get into this later. Giannis headbutted somebody, and he didn't play today. And because of that, Memphis won. And because of that, my team's not going to make the playoffs. So, at this point, I hate Giannis. Why did you have to headbutt that guy? (laughs) Just take care of business and knock the stupid Grizzlies out. Um. But okay, we need another live update. What's the score here, Elaine? Portland. Oh, give Nets. me one moment here. Yo, if Portland loses, oh, oh, it's a commercial, bro. But I just need the score though. All right, all right, all right. Just give me one moment. If Portland loses, you. I'm gonna wave goodbye. I, I, to I, I, got, I got you. I got camera. you, bro. <laughs> I, I got, I got a few things going on here. You know, like uh, I got like the the games going on. Yo, my phone is going slow. That was quite a headbutt, eh? Yo, man, Zadine Zidane, man. I, he was just, man, and he's got a big head. You know, that's what I really noticed about uh, Giannis. And he's that not afraid is, to use it. It's a, it's a monstrosity. Yo, I'm sorry, bro. 48-43 for the Trailblazers. Oh, my gosh. All right. Our lives are in your hands, it's, Dennis, and you have Butterfingers? <laughs> I'll be right back again. I'm sorry, bro. The Nets, like, they just uh, went on pure willpower, right, to win games. I didn't think – I thought they would go 0-8, and and they're like 5-2. and There's no one left on that roster. DeAndre Jordan sitting out, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyrie, Kevin Durant. I think all these guys could play right now. They just – they didn't feel like doing it. Bunch of chumps. Speaking of chumps – That's what Damian Lillard called Paul George and Patrick Beverly. So we go to our next question here. Did you guys hear about the beef between Damian Lillard and Paul George? So it started with Patrick Beverly mocking, mocking Damian Lillard for missing two clutch free throws uh, that would have put the Blazers up. 
the Blazers lost the game. Patrick Beverly was mocking him from the bench openly, laughing in his face, being all theatrical and such. And it was crazy. And then some tweets happened. Uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, Paul George tweeted about wait, like waving goodbye to them. And then Damian Lillard, uh, well, he backfired. He said that uh, Paul George keeps changing teams and that's the only way he can win and called them some chumps. And uh, yeah, it only got worse from there. So what, what are your thoughts on the beef, Brandon? Uh, well, I think it's good. It's, it's entertaining for us as the fans, right? To see some emotion coming out of a sort of a regular season game, right? But um, at the same time, it's just funny because uh, Paul George, even though I'm a Clippers fan, he hasn't won anything. Lillard, he's never really won anything. So yeah. it's a bunch of guys, a bunch of fake, fake tough guys is what I say. Fair enough. Dale, you got some thoughts on it? Beef Reno, the Angus? Ground beef. Ground beef. You know, yeah, beef just Arino? a bunch of chirping. You know, Pat is Beverly, that a Seinfeld quote, Beefarino? It is. He's so I overbought. You gave the horse Beefarino? Speaking of which, we got to do our, our Frank Costanza moments. Brandon's been asking us to do this for a couple of podcasts, and we keep running out of time here. A festivus for the rest of us. Let's do it right now. What's what's your favorite Frank Costanza moment? Because the actor that played him passed away tragically a few months ago. Uh, it's, uh, uh, why did you trade trade Jay Buhner? <laughs> he had a rocket for an arm. <laughs> what's yours daily a festivus for the rest of us mine's uh is this frank no what's uh what's jerry's dad this is frank this costanza. is frank costanza we're moving to florida and there's nothing you can do Boca about vista. it we're going to del Boca vista we're gonna be <laughs> We're going to be in the... Playing shuttleboard. Shuttle, <laughs> the shuffleboard. Shuffle all board. over that shuffleboard. And I dare you to stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Frank God. Costanza. Classic. So... You fed the horse Beefarino. Back to Pat. Pat Beverly. Um, a lot of guys hate him. You know, I think more, most, most guys dislike him more than like him. I respect him. I like him. Dude, I love Perfectly. Patrick Beverly. He's... Lock, stock, and barrel. Him and Draymond are probably the most um Dude, I hate Draymond. two biggest instigators in the league, but I think Pat Beverly is the winner in the most in the league are getting underneath somebody's skin. Well it's because Patrick Beverly doesn't talk trash in the media. He just saves it for the game. I wonder Dray- what he says or how he says it that just gets everybody ticked off. He's he's just a professional at it. But I, I always enjoy when he does stuff like that. Draymond Green's just a jerk in the media, and that's what drives me crazy. More on him later. Oh, yeah, he is. He, talk, he runs his mouth he, he all the time. He's a big jerk. So, my, t- my take on this beef is I'm liking Damian Lillard less and less. I've seen him play live quite a few times down in Portland, and I, I never disliked him. I always thought he was, he was, he was great. Um... I feel like his arrogance and his pride and his attitude is just like it's going like higher and higher and now he's just he's just he's just acting like a jerk all the time. Not to mention um if he may, if he wins tonight it'll knock off my sons which also makes me hate him even more. But like just all these things where he's acting like he's the best, you know, he's rap, rapping people getting in rap wars and thinking he's like the best thing since sliced cheese or sliced best bread. Rapper? And it's just like he he's like a he's like a baby LeBron James now. Just thinks he's like the best player in the world. And uh I it's it's hard it's getting hard for me to put up with. So I enjoyed I enjoyed Patrick Beverly mocking him. And it's true that Paul George has changed teams, but it's also true that the Blazers have never won anything as Brandon pointed out. So he's not one to talk. And they also they always say like, oh, how are they gonna get enough help for him? I'm like, dude, he makes fifty million a year. If he wanted more help, he shouldn't have signed to such a lucrative deal, taking up half the salary cap for himself. <laughs> it's his problem. Yeah. It's his problem. You know, D. Lillard, I like him. I think he's uh, 
He's actually the bubble MVP to me. He's got like what forty points a game, basically. Yeah, we're gonna get into the bubble MVP. That's one of he's, our uh, topics here. He's been. He's had a. He's played hard like all the time, and he's had a tough go going into the playoffs every year. They always get wiped out early on, usually first or second rounds. I think he just wants to win, and he hasn't been able to. And he plays his heart out. He really plays hard. That guy just hasn't broken through in the playoffs yet but this year anyway we'll get to that later i guess yeah man so speaking of portland we have the let's just assume that portland's gonna win tonight as much as it hurts me to say this it'll feel less painful if i admit to myself right now that portland's gonna win tonight if they lose the suns are in the playoffs the best day of my life in 10 years but that's just let's just assume they're not because nothing ever good happens to the Suns. So Portland is likely, like, in in that playing with Memphis, they only have to win once, and Memphis would have to win twice, and Portland's a better team. So let's just assume Portland's going to actually get the eight seed. They're going to go all the way and get the eight seed. Do they have a chance to beat the Los Angeles Lakers daily? Yes, they do. Suns have zero chance, but Portland has... 10% chance. Well, I, okay, first of all, on that subject, I'm not cheering for the Suns because I think they have a chance. I just think it'll be a good learning experience. Okay, back to you. Yeah, Portland Maybe has a they 10, have, okay. 10, well, Suns have 1% chance. Well, they had 1% chance to make the playoffs, and they're, they're about to do it. So, But yeah. we go, okay, so how much chance? So Portland, Portland, 10% chance. 10%. Here's why. Portland's got Nurkic back. They didn't have him all year. He's back, 100% healthy. Their team is doing well. They got more drive. And uh, want they really want to win more than as much as anyone, anyways. Right. And Lakers, if they are missing their chemistry is a little off or missing a beat, then I have a feeling Portland has a real chance if that all comes together. Fair enough, Brandon. Portland for sure will take the Lakers to seven seven games. Okay. They have a they have a much deeper bench than LA. But I think the key is going to be whether AD is really healthy. Uh, if Anthony Davis can play, uh, that's going to be a tough matchup for Portland. But that's why they're just going to have to rely on their shooting and try to get uh, LeBron or Anthony Davis into foul trouble for most of the for for the majority of the games to give themselves a shot. Do you guys think the Lakers have got themselves together? Are they ready for the playoffs? What are they? Two and six? Three and five at the most? Maybe probably two and six. I don't think they have them themselves together. No. I uh, spinning their tires. That's what I think. <laughs> I don't. I'm not confident of the, in the Lakers going into this process, which brings me extreme joy. Because as much as I hate Damian Lillard, I hate LeBron James so much more. Meaning that I will be cheering my guts out for him in that first round of the playoffs. And I, I do think they have a chance to take him. Um, I don't think Lakers have anyone that can guard him or CJ. Avery Bradley's out now. Rondo's out now. Uh, J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters had one nice preseason game, and since then they disappeared, showing that they probably are not going to get big minutes in the playoffs. Um, Alex Caruso is... <laughs> I don't know what to say. He might be their best option at guard, so that's that's not that great. So No, I think Portland can take him, man. It's all about if they can guard AD. And if Melo can guard LeBron, it's like a Melo LeBron matchup. It's like this is like 15 years ago matchup. It's coming back in 2020. Melo versus LeBron in the first round. Skinny Melo is back and he's actually balling. Everyone wrote him off. Skinny Melo is back. Elaine. Yeah. Portland Lakers. Who's coming out of the first round if they play each other? Oh, you know, it's hard to say right now, to be honest. Um, it just, but I feel like Lakers have kind of been losing quite a bit in a bubble. Oh yeah, get their stuff together. They're in bubble trouble. So, I mean, if you ask me this before the bubble, I would have said definitely Lakers will destroy them. But right now, I think I'm fifty-fifty. Nice. The 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 way that for me personally, I think if if Portland wants to beat the Lakers, they have to work on a defense. Okay. I feel like their defense is not strong enough. Like if you 
Like, no. they got to work on defense and be able to do, like, quick transition. If you notice, in, in normal season, the Lakers lost every game to the Raptors. Yeah. They, didn't, they did not beat the Raptors even once. Why? Because the Raptors have, like, such an intense um, – they got, like, an intense uh, defense. They were, like, limiting, I think, uh, LeBron to only 14 points and AD to 16 points the last game they played. So that's because of their defense and their transitions. Nice. If Portland can do that, definitely they will knock they'll knock uh, the Lakers out. They got their work out, cut out for them. Yeah. Again, Alain joining us live from his king size mattress. <laughs> it's a single. <laughs> well, twin, single, whatever. Who knows? One of those. Well, Portland is Portland is a much better shooting team than the Lakers, and oh, yeah. I think with. Uh, the depth that they have off their bench is going to expose the Lakers. And so we're going to have to see LeBron play 40 minutes a game on average during this series. And the amount of wear and tear on LeBron, I don't know if that's going to be an effective way to, to use LeBron because they've been using him at the point now, right? Right. So so really the key is going to be Kuzma. If Kuzma can Kuz. get up oh. into the 20, 25 points a game, that might make – that might uh, – uh, offset Portland shooting, but um, this is going to be a very interesting series. Good offensively. See, uh, Lakers will be what, naked and exposed. Naked and exposed. So, Brandon, what you're saying is a strength. I'm actually concerned about it as a weakness. Like, I know they got Hassan Whiteside and this guy Gary Trent. Whiteside! Whiteside! And they got this guy Gary Trent Jr. that's been lighting it up from outside. But after that, I don't know who's on their bench, and I'm really good at NBA rosters. I can normally name them from top to bottom. But Trevor Ariza was on that team. That was a big pickup, and he's sitting out. And like Elaine said, that's where the defense comes in. I don't know if Melo can guard LeBron. And when Melo goes to the bench, who, who's going to guard LeBron? I don't know. I'm concerned. Zach Collins, that might be an okay matchup with AD because he's, he's big and pretty nimble and a shot blocker. I'm concerned about the LeBron matchup, though. Who's going to shut him down? Some of those... defense, double zonage. I think maybe maybe if they do some uh, double uh, double team and force them to take shots from yeah. the perimeter, that might be like a better better bet. Because like, I've noticed I've noticed that's how the Raptors are beating the the Lakers. Portland no longer has Al Farouk Aminu, Mo Harkless, or Wesley Matthews. All those kind of three and D guys. So they're basically an offensive team this year. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Anyways, what's we need another live update, Alain? Well, who's winning? Come on. Uh, sixty-five and sixty, Portland. Okay. Dang it. It's pretty taking. Come on, man. They're in second quarter. Yo, man, this is stressful. Second quarter, high scoring game. Uh-huh. Okay, so Dale, you brought up earlier the the bubble MVP. You said who is your bubble MVP? My That's bubble boy. Your bubble it, boy. Uh, Delivered. He's got almost 40 points a game, and looks like he'll take his team right into the playoffs. Good chance, anyways. He lives in a bubble. He's noise, too, these last couple weeks. It's Moops. It's Moors. Guy, the the guy doesn't get enough respect for what he does. Okay. Media. I wish that he did. Okay, please. Please go on, go on, because I have some stuff to say on the subject, but please go on. I'm going to let you get in your word for oh, it. Sorry, go for it. Go for it. No, okay, so... Yeah, everyone's saying Damian Lillard should win the MVP. I'm tired of guys getting awards just because people know who they are. Okay, what's the most important... They're, they're giving a bubble MVP. It's an eight-game sample size. What's the most important thing, numbers or winning? I'm gonna say, if it's if it's about a team, then it's winning. If it's about an individual, then it's numbers. Because uh, he's carrying a lot more for that team, I tell you. Like he's carrying so much. Is he carrying more than Devin Booker, the, I, the I worst team in the like, league? I feel like he's doing a lot more. Like he's he just he's working very very hard. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> that, like I the said, sun, the Suns are eight and zero. The Portland Trailblazers, like if they win tonight, will be six and two. If they lose, they'll be five and three. Like, like how, I said, how is Damian? That's what I said. I said if it's about the team, I'm gonna give it to the Suns. If uh, I mean, I can give it to the Suns. 
Yo, if it's a bot individual, Lillard, like, Lillard has put up a yeah. few like 50 and 60 point games. I'll give you that. He's probably taken like 40 shots in those games. Like he's he's taken every shot, right? Devin Booker could be putting up that amount if you notice that he's doing his work early in the game and then not playing in the fourth quarter. That and he's being unselfish. Like Devin Booker could be putting up 50 or 60 easy in these games too. But he's not about the numbers. He's about winning right now. And that's why his team for the first time in his career is actually winning. They're 8-0. And, and Portland has a chance to get to 6-2. and two. So it's Devin Booker for me. I know it's gonna, they're going to give it to Damian Lillard because that's what the media likes to do. They like to give it to the, the big name. They're impressed by uh, a big game. Well, how about Devin Booker hitting a, a dagger over Paul George and Kawhi Leonard at the buzzer? If you're into a moment. Like, that, that was not That was insane. That was insane. Although that shot though, that Lillard did like uh, two days ago, yo, that like, shot, it went shot. like twenty feet in the air and went back in, or what? Yeah, that shot was like that's historical. Not gonna lie, A historical fluke. <laughs> yeah, whatever you wanna call it. <laughs> Brandon, what do you think? That was crazy. Um, Who's your bubble I'm boy? Go with, I'm gonna go with Devin Booker. Yeah. That that felt so good. That felt so good. <laughs> I can see. Daily, what do you think? Wait, he already he already said Damien. We gotta let Brandon explain himself though. Okay, go for it, Brandon. You keep unmuting yourself. You can talk. <laughs> no, I think with uh with with Booker, it's just eight no. I can't argue with that. Um at times I don't know and for sure Booker is the best player on the Suns. I, I don't know if Lillard's always the best uh, player on the Blazers. Uh, he's got a lot more help there, right? So, you know, it's not a knock again, you know, it's not a terrible knock, but at the same time, I just think Booker's uh, performance has been a lot more impressive. Uh, all right. I feel like Lillard has been the best on uh, uh, with the uh, Blazers all this time. He's been pulling out, I'll tell you. Yeah, man. No, yeah, that's... he's been going. He's been going, going crazy. Oh, although I kind of wish the Suns had Uber back, but you know, guys down. Yeah, I mean, Devin's not even playing with Uber and Aaron Baines. Right? He's doing this without these guys. He's playing with the youngest team in the league, and they kick him butt. So I got to. Uh, yeah, well, I, I respect them, but you know, like I said, not enough to give him the MVP. I, I need to see that. Um, you know, under pressure, crowd control, and all that stuff. And There's no crowd for Damian Lillard either. I, I know that. If, but if he didn't put up 60, no one would be saying this. It's just because he had one high, extremely high-scoring game, and everyone took notice and like, oh, he's doing well. But I'm saying, what I'm telling you is Booker could have had 50 every night. He didn't play in the fourth quarters because he took care of business early on, and they were blowing guys out. You know, even before the bubble, Damian Lillard was pulling out a lot of big numbers. I'm not taking it away from him. I'm just saying, you know, he was a that, better he was the better player in the real regular season. But this is a bubble award, <laughs> and uh, Devin is the bubble boy. <laughs> so <laughs> they're gonna give it to Lillard, though. Crazy. All right, guys. So the next segment, slam dunk layup. Foul or flagrant? You guys rate the headlines. Tell us what you think. So the first one. Virtual crowds. Brandon. Uh, foul. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it's just terrible. The whole setup for these games, it just looks like a video game. It doesn't look real to me. It's right. like something out of international play. Um, no, I'm, I'm not for the crowd. No, that's fair. All right. Uh, me? Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to have to go with the layup. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. I kind of, for what they have and the amount of time they had to prepare everything, I think they, you know, they were trying to make it as fun as possible with the noise and stuff. Right. I think it would be a little, a little more weird for me if there was no noise or anything yeah. to watch the game. Um, and the virtual crowd, yeah, the 
the reason why I didn't give it like a slam dunk is because like the actual like people they kind of like look terrible. <laughs> they could have done, done a better job. That's my take on that. Really? Yeah, I'd say it's a foul, not because it looks weird. I like it. It's way better than nothing, but because you don't hear the, the any audience. I think in the NHL, they have the audience okay. making noise, right? Yeah. When, some, yeah. when something happens. So when you're watching it, it's like there's a, there's a uh, what do you call it? A crowd actually there, but in the NBA, it's just silence. You mm-hmm. just see him. So to me, it's a foul. They're just missing that simply. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with foul as well. There's been some cool moments like Sha- Shaq showing up randomly in a broadcast and Paul Pierce as one of the virtual fans. There's also been some weird moments like an audience completely of dogs in one of Orlando's games. Like people just put their pet in front of the camera. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what to say. It's just like Daly said, there's no, the fans can't really talk or make noise that is heard by the players. I think, from what I understand, the players are playing in, like, a sterile environment. There's no, like, noise there other than, like, the PA announcer and the music. I think the virtual uh, audience noise being pumped in is, like, just the broadcast thing. They just add it to their thing. So, I don't I don't know if that's the case. We'll have to get an insider to confirm that. But uh, uh, Rachel Nichols. Talk to Rachel. So, <laughs> okay, next one. Next one, Chris Paul rips the ball out of Duncan Robinson's hand. They wrestle. Then he throws it off of Duncan Robinson out of bounds unnecessarily. The next play, Jimmy Butler trucks Chris Paul, runs him over. After the game, Jimmy Butler said he didn't like what Chris Paul did and he had to defend his teammate, even if it meant getting a turnover. Brandon, your thoughts on that? Slam dunk, foul, flagrant? Slam dunk. We're all, we're all for feelings, you know, people getting their emotions running high because of a, of an NBA game. So this is fine. This is great. I'm going slam dunk too. I like when Chris Paul gets feisty. He does it once in a while and it always means good things. So slam dunk. Daily? Yeah, layup. It's, uh, it's just interesting. It's funny. It's funny. Is Elaine in the kitchen again or? Yeah, he's in the kitchen cooking. It's good, uh, good housewife there, <laughs> or bachelor. Uh, okay, the next one, and the last one of the segment. Back to the Giannis Antetokounmpo headbutt. Who was it on? Was it on Moritz Wagner? I or it was somebody on the, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the old Laker. Uh, Brandon, we'll start with you. What do you what do you say on that? Uh, flagrant. In fact, I I think he should have gotten two or three games for suspension, <laughs> and I think it shouldn't have it should only have been applied to the first two games of the playoff series. Okay, so you think the penalty wasn't enough, Daily? Um. So I'm rating the headbutt. Yeah. It's a good headbutt. I'd say it's a slam dunk headbutt, quality headbutt. <laughs> that guy's head butt. is this huge. And um, that head is probably can knock somebody out. So he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's got a head on his shoulders, all right. I was looking at that in the instant replay in slow motion. That was a, that was a big knock. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a, it's a foul. Giannis yeah. can't do that on the eve of the playoffs. Like, what are you doing, man? Against the worst team in the league, Wizards. How, yeah. like, just you got to maintain your control. That being said, it wasn't that much of a foul. I think the guy just flopped. So I think the yeah, he, the one well, the one game is uh, suitable. Um, it would have hurt more, like Brandon said, if it was in the playoffs. But there was one game to play. So uh, the timing of it doesn't really hurt them. It hurts the Suns because he didn't play, and now the Suns are not going to make the playoffs because of the headbutt. It's right up there with the Robert Horry hip check and a series of unfortunate events for the Phoenix Suns. 
Yeah. So that's a shame. So we'll we'll go to our our last segment here. The NBA re- the NBA released its um playoff schedule already. The matchups are all set, and uh, the schedule is set. Oh really? Yeah. When did they do that? Today. So um, the only one und- like undecided, of course, is the one eight series in the West. We know it's the Lakers, but uh, we don't know who the eight seed is going to be: Portland, Phoenix, or Memphis. Um, but we'll, I'll I'll just quickly I'll I'll run it through, tell you what they are, and then I'll ask the question: What are you looking forward most to see, and which do you think could be the an upset, the biggest upset? So um, in the East we have Milwaukee Bucks, Orlando Magic. Toronto Raptors, Brooklyn Nets, Celtics, and 76ers without Ben Simmons. Miami Heat and Pacers with Air TJ Warren. In the West, Clippers Mavericks, Kawhi Doncic. We know Brandon will have special interest in that series. The Thunder and the Rockets. CP3's old team. Versus CP3's current team. (laughs) Nuggets and Jazz. For the one boring series that's always in the Western first round. And lastly, Lakers versus... We're going to assume it's the Portland Trailblazers. But we're going to hope it's the Phoenix Suns. Okay, we'll start with you, Elaine. Which series are you most looking forward to watch? And which upset do you think could occur in the first round? Um... Right now, the series that I'm most uh, one of the one of them is uh, the well the Nets and the Raptors. Right. Of course, because I'm a Raptors fan, and of course. the Nets are not bad, so it kind of scared me. Uh, what may happen? I kind of want to see the series of the Clippers and Mavericks, uh, which would be quite interesting to watch. And last but not least, uh, the Lakers. Whoever's going to play the Lakers? Do you think? Do you think there's going to be an upset anywhere? An upset? Yeah. Where things turn around the way I didn't expect. Where the team that's not favored beats the team that's favored. Uh, that is that is what the dictionary says an upset is. Yeah. We- Webster's Miriam. That's what I thought exactly. We just had different words. Um, <laughs> I think there is possibility. Um, it could be the Nets and the Raptors for me. You think the time. Nets could possibly take it in the first round? Possibly. Whoa. Nets could take it that, that would only increase the legend of Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> But we'll see what happens, you know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We will. We will see what happens. The Lakers, the Lakers, and whoever plays them, that will be after what they were the biggest one. Because I just want to see a team that's going to give the Lakers like a stinking hard time. Yo, if LeBron goes down in the first round, this is it. Let's end this goat conversation. That never should have even been started. I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> let's go for Portland. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James is terrible. <laughs> he's not terrible. It's just uh, no, he, you know he's he's not terrible. He's just a big competitor for my favorite team. No, he's West. not terrible. He's of course he's good. He's just really annoying, and I don't like him. So, anyways, we'll go to daily. <laughs> so you're talking about my favorite. Uh... What are you looking forward to see, and what upset could you foresee happening? Uh... Okay, so I look forward. See Clippers and Dallas. Of course, uh, of course, that'll be uh, interesting because I like to see. Um, sorry, I'm doing two things at once here. I like to see uh, the young talent on Dallas. See if they can come together, bring up something big. That would be cool. Also, um, Thunder. And Houston, be cool to see uh, Westbrook against Thunder. That would be neat. That, that, but later yeah. on, of course, I'm looking forward to uh, the World Invasion Battle of Los Angeles. Right. 
Isn't you know that movie? What about upsets? Upset stomach, diarrhea, peptobismol. I would, I would be upset if the Lakers took out the Clippers in my final. That is not what an upset is. If you get upset, (laughs) (laughs) well, never mind. No, you're good, man. I'm just giving you a hard time. All right. All right, Brandon, let's go to you, man. Uh, the Like Daily mentioned, I think the Clippers series is going to be really good. Um, it's going to be nice to see the Clippers actually play with a full complement of their lineup because they've only had Lou Williams back for the last few games, and then Harrell will be back. Is Trez so back? That's really, yeah, he'll be back for the, for the playoffs, right? So nice to see them play with a full lineup. Um, I would have said that the Rockets and Thunder would be a good series to watch if the games were being played in their in their actual cities, because then you would have that fan interaction, that hate, and things like that. So because it's in a neutral site, it's kind of lost that bit of that edge. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as uh, the Sixers Celtics would have been a really nice series with Ben Simmons, right? Yeah. Um, the upset I think will be between is it the Heat and Pacers? That's yeah. the matchup. Yeah, four or five in the yeah, East. And the Pacers are ranked lower, right? At the moment, I think I think that has a chance to change, though. I think they're like yeah. within a game, and they both probably play either yeah. tonight or tomorrow. So that's undecided. Yeah. So, if it, so if it stays that way, I think the Pacers beat the Heat. That's okay. the upset. That's the upset. All right, I'm looking forward to most, of course, watching the Suns and the Lakers in the first round. If that happens... Which is uh, not looking good, according to the score. But that would be awesome. I haven't watched playoff basketball since I was a teenager for the Suns, and it's it's been too long. Um, you serious? They haven't made it since 2010. Oh, like so? You when they don't make it, you don't watch the playoffs. No, I watch the playoffs. I I don't watch the Suns in the playoffs because oh, the Suns are in that. Cancun. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Well, they gotta play harder. They played as hard as they could. They went eight no. What kind well, of setup did a- Adam Silver set them up to fail? We're waiting for harder. Yo, okay. <laughs> Would you not? I'm gonna take a little detour here. Would you not rather see a play-in between, say, oh Phoenix and Memphis and San Antonio versus Portland, the top four teams that are vying? They're all within a half game of each other. Why are they not? going head-to-head and then head-to-head again to decide the eighth seed. Why is it set up that is it, it's a ridiculous format? Phoenix went 8-0. They couldn't have done any better, and they're still going to go home. Well, that's Good job, they, Adam Silver. They, they Good job. They didn't do well in the regular season, so that kind of sucks for them. You know, they still counted, right? But they so. got invited. They got invited for a reason. And they, they yeah, went 8-0. They, they were still in. They were just not in well enough. <laughs> You know, <laughs> if you if you get invited and you go undefeated, you should at least have a chance. They do have a chance. They don't That's have a chance. Getting, they're getting the chance. Okay, here's the thing. Their chance is watching a depleted Portland, uh, Brooklyn here, here, team get decimated by Portland. Thing. In reality, in reality of it, if we continued on without the play-in options, Portland would be in and Phoenix would be out completely. So now they still have a chance to actually stay in. You know, like in reality, Portland has a game ahead of them. You know what I'm saying? Like they have an overall season. Portland has a game ahead of them. So in reality, Portland is ahead of them. So if the season continued without the pause and everything and there was no display in option, Phoenix would be done by now. So that's actually their chance to prove that they want this that bad. Their chance to prove it would be if they played Portland. And they're getting denied that opportunity. They they should have had the chance to square off. They have the same record, and Phoenix has been is eight and zero. No, they don't, bro. They don't have the same record. They had the same record going into today. Both were thirty. Uh... Oh, okay. Going into today, but like that's what I mean. Like Phoenix is a game behind Portland. So if Portland wins this, there will be there will still be a tie. There will be a tie. I mean, Portland loses this, there will be a tie. If Portland no, wins no, no, this, no, no, no. Portland has a game ahead. Suns, Suns at the moment are um i think they're a half game ahead 
Uh, let me look at it right so now. So if Portland wins, they will tie the Suns. But, um, but Portland owns the tiebreaker, so therefore they get in. So literally, it so, will be it, it will be so, a tie, and so before, uh, just because of some before today technicality. This is what I'm saying. This is what I was saying before today, before the Portland game. Sorry, before the Portland game that's going on right now. Yeah. Portland had 34 wins and uh, 39 loss. Yeah. And the Suns have 34 wins and 39 uh, loss. Sounds like a tie to me. So, if Portland uh, wins this today, then they'll be ahead of the Suns. Only because they, they've played one extra game. If they played the exact same amount of games, it should it should end in a tie. Anyways, I think we're on the same side here, Lane. I think Adam Silver just screwed the screwed up the format. We would... Yeah, no, it's just... It's a joke. I would think all teams would play the same amount of games. Isn't Don't they all get the same amount of games? It's a bit of a joke. Anyways, um, that's uh, I digress. So I, I I would like to see the Suns play the Lakers in the first round. My my biggest upset. That's tough to say. Magic <laughs> has Magic has no chance against the Bucks. Nets has no chance against the Raptors. Seventy Sixers. Ben Simmons is out. I have a feeling Celtics will take that one. Heat Pacers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Celtics is a strong team. They actually, I mean, the, in the East, they're my biggest worry for the Raptors, personally. To me, an upset is when there's a heavy favorite. Heat Pacers. I don't see a heavy favorite. I don't think Mavericks are going to beat the Clippers. Okay, you know what? I'm left with Jazz Nuggets. That's even. I'm left with uh, Thunder Rockets because Rockets is is the would be the the heavy favorite going into that. And Thunder is just surprising everyone this year. So that's got to be my my upset. Just because Houston is favored and uh, Thunder... Are you, yeah. are you interested in, um, uh, in in the live update? Yeah, hit me. Third quarter, 9 minutes, 4 seconds. Uh, Portland, 82. Nets, 76. Close. Hmm. Well, it's like the same the whole game. Dude. Yeah. So somebody just have to turn it up. Dude, Lillard's got to get in foul trouble or twist his ankle or something. Please. <laughs> or Adam oh. Silver has to like make an, an emergency edit to the format and just say, oh, That's yeah. That's harsh. <laughs> All right. So uh, there it is. There's our topics. We'll wrap up with Basketball IQ where we ask one of our guests – a challenging trivia question, and if they get it right, the host Chapin has to do something uh, utterly ridiculous. Daily, can you think of a penalty for me today? Um, the last one I liked. What was that? Across the poor man bridge, all the way oh. and back, twice in a row. Yo, <laughs> that's like twelve kilometers of walk. All right, yeah. I'm confident that. Elaine, our guest will not get this right, so I'm willing to accept such a heavy challenge. Elaine, I got a, I got one for you. I'm, I know that's why the girls love you because you're a great chef in the kitchen. But come on out, man. We got a trivia question for you. All right. All right, handsome. Let's do this. So, hit me up. Cue the music. Trivia question, here we go. The, the San Antonio Spurs will miss the playoffs this year. They have made the playoffs for blank many years consecutively under Greg Popovich. How many years have the Spurs made the playoffs in a row before this year? Uh, before this year, before this year, not including this year, I'm gonna have to say five. Thank you for that guess. Thank you for venturing that guess. But that is incorrect. The answer is 22 years. 22 oh, years. Nah. One of the longest runs in the history of sport. Greg Popovich, five titles, 22 straight playoff series. It started with the Admiral, Tim Duncan, and it ended with Manu Ginobili, and now it's De De DeMar DeMarozan and Jakob Pertl. And 
there's a reason why they're not making the playoffs this year. They they have a terrible team. They forgot Kawhi, bro. Yo, Kawhi's not there, man. They got Jakob oh, Pertl. Oh, when he was. You mentioned all the great players that played for them, but you forgot Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi. No, Kawhi was a boss. Thank yeah, you for okay. contributing that. I will not have to walk across the Portman Bridge twice in a row. <laughs> so we're gonna. Wow, go, we're, that's what it was. That was a man, penalty. There's a lot it's of. Funny. Everyone kind of stopped talking about that in the last few years. I remember when. Uh, yeah. Was it when Kawhi left? They thought it was all over. They're not never gonna make the playoffs, but they kept making it. Yeah, man. I guess it was just one year. The Suns. If there's one Bro, you'd solo, be happy to, you'd be happy to hear the score now is 84-80. Still a Portland. It's still a four-point game. Thanks for that yeah, update. Game Tell right me now. when they're winning, all right? <laughs> there's if there's one solace in this as a Suns fan, the Suns officially knocked out the Spurs today from playoff contention for the first time in 22 years at the hands of the Suns. So that was that was rather good. At least the Spurs won't make it too. You know, misery loves company, right? So, <laughs> so we go to the last word. I'm going to take it this time. On a TNT broadcast last week, Draymond Green got fined for tampering for $50,000. His comment was that Devin Booker needs to get out of Phoenix. First of all, should he have gotten fined for tampering? I have no opinion on this. Actually, I do. Yes, he should. De- <sighs> Draymond, what are you doing? You cannot be saying that active players need to get out of that team. First of all, your team has been stacked since you came into the league. You do not need more talent on that team. Stop trying to get the one guy that Phoenix has onto your team. Second of all, this man does not deserve to be talking. They have the worst team in the league. 12 wins. He's playing with Dragon Bender and Marquise Chris, two of the Suns' former lottery picks that busted out. And he did even worse with them than Denver, Devin Booker did this year. So he should not be calling out the Phoenix situation. Thirdly, Devin Booker does not need to leave Phoenix. Not every team needs to be built like the Golden State Warriors by having stars leave and come over to there. Uh, Devin, uh, the Suns are building something right now. And uh, they went 8-0. They're going to carry this momentum even if they don't make the playoffs into next year. Maybe they'll get a free agent. Maybe they'll hit in the draft. Maybe DeAndre Ayton will actually start looking good considering he's the number one overall pick. Either way, they're trending in the right direction. I can see playoffs next year for Devin Booker. He doesn't need to get out of that situation. Uh, And guys like Draymond Green need to stop talking. All right? You just got to stop talking. All right, so that's our podcast. That's our podcast. Thanks, guys, for joining us. You, you, you did great today. Was that, is that the fire alarm? Oh, my goodness. The house is burning down. Yo, Lane's burning down the house. <laughs> Yo, man. This podcast is hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, Brandon, the next time we convene for a podcast, we'll be in the playoffs. We're going we're gonna to do one in the first round. We're going to try and do one at least every round for you. Give some reaction. So uh, thanks for, for tuning in. The loyal listeners here on Vancouver Hoops Podcast. Excited to be back. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Take care, guys. Peace. Take care. See ya. Take care. Alrighty then.